Welcome to another episode of Kodo Cinema, the podcast show where I talk about movies. I'm your host, Mark Kodo, a.k.a. Kodo Man. We are almost at the end of December, which means 2024 is right around the corner. So, so that means uh, the, the fifth season of Kodo Cinema is coming to an end, which will also mean that Kodo Cinema will also enter its sixth season pretty soon once 2024 hits why don't we conclude season five of kodo cinema plus kodo cinema christmas month with a leftover christmas movie i wonder if there are any leftover christmas movies to talk about oh wait i think i got one on my mind well this one came out last year and i actually remember this movie coming out last year in 2022 who am i what am i thinking of oh wait a minute i know it would be uh, it would be David Harbor playing Santa Claus, who um, who who's ba- who basically go who ba- who's basically becoming a uh, an action crime fighter, and um, and and it's basically a Violent Night. Yeah, that's that's the movie. How about the movie Violent Night? Yep, that yep that is right. Now, for a movie that is titled Violent Nights, it, it really speaks for itself because obviously Violent Nights is obviously a play on words of Silent Night, but Violent Night sounds like a violent Christmas night for Santa Claus, if you know what I'm saying. Violent Night is a 2022 American Christmas action comedy film directed by Tommy Ricola and written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller. And it follows Santa Claus, who's being played by David Harbour, as he fights mercenaries who have taken a wealthy family hostage in their home. Not much to say, but you get it, you get it. The film also features John Leguizamo, Alex Hassel, and Beverly D'Angelo. Of course, the film came out on December 2nd, 2022, in the U.S., which is basically... December taking place on crisp taking place during Christmas, so that's pretty good. The film's budget was twenty million dollars. With the box office, it made seventy six point six million dollars and received generally positive reviews from critics. And then, and then of course, with the film's success, there are there there are talks of a possible sequel. Now, without further ado, I am not going to talk about this movie alone. I got I got a guest I got a guest with me on board and this will basically be his third time on the show so let me welcome back my brother Mike. Hello Mark, thank you for inviting me to your episode of Koto Cinema. Hey, third time's the charm. That's right, third time's the charm. And now we're going to talk about Violent Night. Ho ho ho. This time around we have David Harbour as Santa Claus. What do you think? Oh, that sounds very cool. David Harbour from Stranger Things to Violent Night. But he's also been in, been in other projects too. But but yes, David Harbour is definitely well known for uh, Stranger Things and, and now Violent Night. Plus, I mean, 
He appeared in Black Widow. He also appeared in The Green Hornet. He and a few other and a few other appearances as well. The Equalizer, 2014's The Equalizer, along with 2019's Hellboy reboot. That is true. Playing the title character. Now flash forward to the Violet Knight movie. Like, let me talk about the first tra about the trailer that that dropped. The trailer dropped in October of last year, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Like when I saw the trailer and David Harbor's and David Harbor's first appearance as Santa Claus, I, I just lost it, man. I and I'm just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> like I think. You all know, I think, like, with David Harbour as Santa Claus, who's basically drinking in the first shot of the trailer, and, and of course, knowing the fact that the title of the movie is called Violent Night, we kind of know what's going to happen. You're kind of expecting, you, you kind of got the idea of what's going to happen, even the rest of the trailer itself. Like, as I mentioned, uh, the director of um, Violent Night was... Uh, the director of Iron Knight is Tommy Ricola, but unfortunately, you get the you get David Leach, who is very well known for being involved with the John Wick movies, and he's also producing this movie. So technically, it's got a bit of a John Wick vibe because you have Santa Claus basically g taking down mercenaries at a uh, at a huge well at a huge house and it, that belongs to a wealthy family and. And on top of that, you, the trailer itself literally established itself that this is going to be a very violent night. Especially with the mercenaries taking over the house. And of course, the main villain in this movie is basically being played by John Leguizamo. And, and, and on top of that, I see this movie as, as it was Die Hard and Home Alone and John Wick meet the Santa Claus. Yeah. What do you think? This sounds amazing. I think it sounds amazing too. Like the trailer alone is awesome. Plus, <laughs> plus, plus the rest of the movie. Too, plus the rest of the movie too. It literally speaks for itself. Like this is literally like this is. I see this as a modern day Christmas classic in my opinion. Although I wouldn't say it's a great Christmas movie. It is a. It is a solid fun Christmas movie. I mean. I say it's, it's safe for like in the modern and like you know like you know like in 2022 standards, but of course, obviously, with the six, with the film, it's actually pretty. It's actually pretty fun. Well, technically, it's a whole 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 lot of fun, like he said. But anyway, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive right into the movie. Let me break down this violent night with violent night. Let's get on the sleigh. Yeah, let's get on the sleigh with the movie opening. Like, the movie opens up at a at a bar in Bristol, England, where um, Santa Claus, being played by uh, David Harbour, he laments to a mall Santa who sits with them having a drink. Like, he... He's basically drinking on a job, knowing the fact that he that this ball Santa is talking to the real deal. And what I mean by real deal, I'm talking about the real Santa Claus. The real deal. Yes, and of course, uh, while sitting and drinking at the bar, you can hear the song Holly Jolly Christmas being played in the background with Burl Ives singing. Fun fact, um, 
I uh, I graduated from Eastern Illinois University in 2022. Burl Ives went to Eastern Illinois University. I'm just throwing this out there to let you all know that Burl Ives went to Eastern Illinois University. So EIU strong. So anyway, um, I think that's the part of this film can describe as like if Hopper from Stranger Things lost his police job and he literally gets a job at the North Pole and becomes Santa Claus. Like. Like, that's basically what, you, what you're seeing in this movie. And also the fact that basically Santa Claus is basically down on his luck. Like, he loses faith in the Christmas spirits because the kids... Because a lot of kids began to lose their Christmas spirits and become increasingly materialistic. Like, like he sees the kids as, like, as little junkies. That's how he... That's what he says. That's what he says. They're just little junkies. And those, uh, like, I'm just like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I think he might be drinking too much. Probably. That's probably the thing. That, that That's probably the thing. And um, he just feels bad. And he even says, like, this is my last year. Because the bartender asked Santa. Oh, actually, no. Because uh, the mall Santa asked uh, Santa how long he's been doing uh, the Santa thing. Although, although in the trailer, he says, like, David Harbour Santa Claus in the trailer said, I started the whole damn thing. Basically, he started the whole Santa Claus thing. But unfortunately, that was actually replaced with, this is my last year. And because, and the mall Santa, this is obviously the mall Santa's fourth year as Santa Claus. So, basically, the real Santa Claus who's basically drunk as hell. He um he leave he leaves the bar although he leaves a, a present for the bartender's uh grandson and then the bar and the bartender's like, "Hey, what are you doing? You can't go up there. You go to the roof." And the mall mall Santa was like, "Hey, take it easy on him. It's Christmas." And uh, and the, and the bartender is surprised and know the, to see that that the, the the Santa who who she believes that it was a ball Santa is actually the real Santa Claus. So it's the real Santa Claus who is drinking and flying with his reindeers, and of course he throws up with the bartender. <laughs> I was eventually gonna bring this up. What? When Santa Claus drooling up while <laughs> slaying on his sleigh ride? Yeah. <laughs> That's very disgusting. Yeah, basically. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, Santa was drinking and flying with his reindeers. Okay. So anyway, moving forward, um, we go to we go to the next day where uh, Jason Lightstone and his estranged wife Linda and their daughter Trudy. Jason is being played by uh, Alex. Alex Hassel, while Linda is being played by by, by Alexis Louder, and, Tru and Trudy is being played by Leah Brady. So basically, it's a uh, basically the fam basically the family. They travel, all three of them travel to the countryside mansion of Jason's wealthy and crude mother Gertrude, who's being played by who's being played who is being played by Beverly D'Angelo, who you may remember Beverly D'Angelo from the National Lampoon movies with Chevy Chase. He's basically uh, Clark Griswold's wife. And I'm going to be honest with you, I was not expecting Beverly D'Angelo. I almost confused her to for uh, 
Sarah Connor or Linda Hamilton for Terminator. She looks a little bit like Linda Han- Linda Hamilton for Terminator to from Terminator. So anyway, the family, including Gertrude, are going to celebrate Christmas at her lavish estate that has been funded by the profitable family business. They are joined by Jason's alcohol alcoholic sister, Alva, her new boyfriend and wannabe action star Morgan Steele, and Alva's son Bertrude. And after realizing he didn't take Trudy to the ball to see Santa, Jason implores Linda to make up with him, with Jason promising to quit his job working for Gertrude and leave it all behind. So um, Jason gives uh, tr- gives Trudy an early Christmas present, which is which is an old walkie-talkie, which he gives to Trudy to talk to Santa. So it's basically what he's saying is basically a hotline to to Santa Claus. Like this walkie-talkie, he basically wraps his old walkie-talkie and basically wraps it up and gives it to Trudy as if it was like a hotline to Santa Claus, basically that she could talk to Santa Claus. And uh, knowing the fact that Santa Claus is going to be busy at night, so he may not be able to respond right away. So Trudy's going to be waiting for the response. Speaking of Santa, <laughs> how is Santa Claus doing, Mike, in well, this movie? Well, Santa Claus is still... He's still riding his sleigh while drunk. <laughs> and he's still <laughs> delivering presents to, to the children in different states and houses um, all over the world, including Washington, D.C., where... Where he... <laughs> He, he takes a piss on Washington, D.C. Like, literally, this scene where Santa Claus is so drunk out of his mind. He, like, he's delivering, he's still delivering presents like a boss. And, like, he goes to different houses. And what you realize, what you see, like, remember, like, remember, remember, he says, like, he, where he says about the kids, like, they're just little junkies. And I also forgot to mention this part, like, the greed. You know how the little kids get greedy, like they want this, they want that, they want the money. In fact, this is what we see in this sequence where Santa's delivering gifts. You notice that in the stockings, Santa Claus puts cash in the stockings, including gift cards. Even 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 at one house, there was there was a there was a wish list that says money, 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 or cash, 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 video games, and he's just like. <laughs> like you can definitely tell he's not lying about the he's not he's not lying to be honest he's not lying about that to be to be honest but he still delivers gifts of course he stops by this one house where um where under the christmas tree are basically amazon packages and it's just so funny <laughs> He 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 tosses he tosses a gift right by the packages, and of course he keeps going to different houses, and he stops by this small apartment where um the front door is open, and he he sees a little kid sleeping like and he smiles at the kid he actually smiles at this kid this little girl and he still. He still has some faith in in children, which is still good. Wait, which is little, which is good. Like he still sees that there are there are, there are children that still have a little fa- that still have faith in Christmas, unless he says otherwise. Because like he said, like he he like he believes that a lot of kids are losing losing the Christmas spirit. And of course, but but at the same time, he still sees 
he still sees the good in kids who still have Christmas spirit, which is very nice. And he gives this little girl who's sleeping in the bed a gift, and the dad, who's basically sleeping on the couch, passed out drunk, he gives, Santa gives him a lump of coal, and he takes he takes a six-pack of beer with him. And he just says, another freaking Christmas. <laughs> you can definitely tell Santa Claus in this movie has, has had enough. I will say, it's, it's a funny sequence, but you definitely gotta feel bad for this guy. Yeah, I would totally agree. Like, of what he has to deal with, especially in this modern day age. Like, you know, you know. But anyway, moving forward, he stops by the, the, the other house. The, the the house that Jason and Linda are that Jason and Linda are at or Jason and Linda are at, the big house. And he parks on the roof and he accidentally stepped in deer shit and <laughs> <laughs> he accidentally he Santa accidentally stepped in deer shit and he looks at this reindeers and was like Alright, which one of you did that? Prancer! Prancer! I'm pretty sure it was Prancer who did it. <laughs> and he was like, Really? You you couldn't wait? <laughs> just like, <laughs> he's just mad because his rangers literally dropped their shit on the, on the rooftop of the house. I mean, to be fair, they, you gotta go when you gotta go. But Santa's not happy yet. And he's like, so unprofessional. <laughs> but anyway, he slides down the chin- chimney and he delivers the gifts to the house while uh, eating a home-baked, cook- home-baked cookies. And he actually liked those cookies. He actually liked the cookies that are home-baked. Minus the ones that were basically, you know, bought from stores. But, you know, you know, whatever. But, 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 um, but for, the, for a moment, he decides to stay for a drink so he was going to drink some milk although unfortunately he's he found it to be skim milk so he dumps the skim milk out and replaces with replaces it with um liquor i believe he drinks and sits on this massage chair until until a break-in happens well it turns out this whole break-in is basically led by a man known as mr scrooge who's being played by john leguizamo and they all use Christmas code names and take the family hostage. So now the mer- now now of course the mercenaries are basically basically some of the st- are basically some of the staff members and and catering service people who were um who are basically helping out at the mansion. So they all so the, so most of them are basically mercenaries in this movie, and they all have code names. Like one of them is obviously Scrooge. Mr. Scrooge, you got one of them, Gingerbread, the other one, Krampus, and then you also have Candy Cane, and then you also have Peppermint, including Sugar Plum, and Jingle. Do I need to say more? (laughs) Yeah, something's about to happen, folks. Looks like they're about to have a violent night. Yep. This is the Die Hard moment. This is basically Die Hard at this point, because uh, uh, because basically this is like Die Hard, Home Alone, and Santa Claus meet John Wick. That's right. Because you also got David Leach, 
who uh, who was involved with the John Wick movie is also involved with this movie too. Just to let you all know. So anyway, uh, so anyway, Mr. Scrooge, being played by John Leguizamo, leads the whole leads the whole leads the whole thing, and then Santa Claus, he's just basically chilling out in his massage chair, and one of the mercenaries sees Santa Claus, and he was about to shoot Santa, about to fight Santa. He hits him with his gun, and what happens next is Santa Claus was just like, was like, you don't want to do this, so he fights the guy. He fights the guy. He literally shoots his gun. It literally frightens the reindeer as the reindeer left the literally fly off the roof. And Santa was like, "No, no, 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 no way! Come back! Don't leave me here!" Like the reindeer left Santa. His reindeers left Santa. <laughs> so Santa fights the guy, and. And he literally gets tossed out of window, and the and the two of them actually got thrown, literally thrown out of the window, with one of the mercenaries being impaled by an icicle. Let's not forget they use Christmas lights as a rope. Yep. And this kind of reminds me of Die Hard when Bruce Willis was trying to jump off of that building from the explosion, and with the fire hose. Mm hmm. So this is a bit of a connection to Die Hard. Yeah, pretty much. And then later on, Santa fights another fights another mercenary in the basement. Although this time, <laughs> this time the basement basement is just basically like you know you a little typical bar where you got the pool table, the bar, and you know what I'm saying. And then and then the and then the and then the, and then the, the the target where you could get to throw darts. So he fights another mercenary and he tries to knock him out with well he uses his his, uh, his sack. Santa sack, although just to see if there are any weapons in there, like, like unfortunately they're just basically movies with with Die Hard being name dropped. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's video games as well. Video games, and then obviously, but obviously he uses pool balls, pool balls to knock out one of the mercenaries until uh, Santa gets the upper hand by stabbing the mercenary in the eye with the with a star. Ouch. There goes his eye. He he stabbed his eye out. That's right. And then, and then he and then, the guy's still standing. The guy with the man, the henchman was still standing. The, the mercenary was still standing. So, so what he does is basically he Santa electrocutes the guy by plugging in the star and electrocuting him. Well, that's one way to get electrified. Yep. So Santa took the henchman's walkie-talkie and accidentally finds Trudy's channel, seeing that she is on his nice list, and decides to help save her while also finding that all the mercenaries are on his naughty list. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep, that's right. Some San Santa's, got, Santa's got a list now. Someone is on the naughty list. Mm-hmm. So over the course of the night, um, Mr. Scrooge revealed that he wants to go after $300 million given to the Lightstone Company to funnel oil into Middle East, but was stolen by Gertrude and kept in the mansion's vault. And when Trudy's walkie-talkie is discovered, Jason and Linda attempt to convince the mercenaries that Trudy is simply playing make-believe. And when she refuses to go along, Jason tells her that Santa isn't real 
causing her to run and hide in the attic. And John, John Leguizamo, I will tell you this, John Leguizamo playing Mr. Scrooge, who, who doesn't believe in Santa Claus. Mr. Scrooge in this movie doesn't even believe in Santa Claus. He's like, there's no such thing as Santa. Like, I'll give John Leguizamo credit. Like, he does a pretty good job playing the villain. He does. And according to voice roles, too, in other films. Right, he, he was Sid from Ice Age. And, a, and Bruno from Disney's Encanto. We don't talk about Bruno. But anyway, but anyway, but anyway, um, Mr. Scrooge is like, there's no such thing as Santa. Why am I hearing Santa this? Santa Claus, Santa that. So anyway, Trudy's basically... Trudy hides in the attic, and over the walkie-talkie, Santa reveals that before he was Santa, he was a Viking warrior, giving context to his barbaric nature. He confers to Trudy that he is real by telling her about the letters she wrote to him. And I will tell you this, that is actually a pretty good backstory. Yeah, I know it's short, but but it does give a little, little layer to why Santa is basically being barbaric and violent in his time like like you see what he was doing in this house like he's taking out the mercenaries one by one like he was a viking at one point and he even had a warhammer as well which we don't see until the end of the movie by the way well anyway um santa is being taken hostage by scrooge bah humbug yeah christmas humbug huh humbug <laughs> so Scrooge so Scrooge wants to ruin Christmas because his father was laid off in his childhood so he never had a good Christmas and so what happens next he snuck into a house to steal gifts and inadvertently caused the death of an elderly man Scrooge and his henchmen Gingerbread and Candy Cane are stunned when Santa reveals his knowledge of their identities before Santa escapes through the chimney but unfortunately, um, Scrooge doesn't believe this at point because he still believes that there is no Santa Claus. Candy Cane and Gingerbread were basically surprised. I was like, "This dude, th what if he is real Santa Claus? This guy's, this guy could be real." Like Mr. Scrooge says, "There's no such thing as Santa, dude. What the hell are you talking about, Mr. Scrooge? Like Santa Claus is literally right there." Yeah, remember. Yeah. Have you, have, you not, have you not been visited by the three spirits? The ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, the ghost of Christmas future, Jacob Barley? Was Jacob Barley your friend? Was Jacob Barley your father? <gasps> oh. I don't know in this movie, but it turns out Mr. Scrooge in this movie is continuing on this dark path. So, uh, yep. <laughs> yep. But anyway, um... But anyway, the whole chimney, Santa escaping the chimney, like he try, he uses like he uses his nose and and literally gold dust comes out, like he uses that to get through into the chimney, but he tries to do it at first when he's trying to escape the first henchman, but unfortunately it fails because Santa was drunk. Second time around, it was it was able to help, he was able to do it. So anyway, um, what about the third time? Third time, what was the third time? Was that, was that the end of the movie when he used it the third time? I'm pretty sure he did it the third time. There were a few other times he did it too, but I remember... But I think the last time he did it was was during the final fight. Yeah, we'll get to that soon. 
But anyway, um, Gertrude's kill squad arrives in the mansion, but they're they're on Scrooge's payroll, killing Morgan in the process. So Morgan, one of the relatives, the squad's commander Thorpe opens the vault, which contain which contains nothing. With a gun to Linda's head, Jason confesses that he stole the money and was planning to escape with Linda and Trudy, which shocks everyone but Gertrude, who learned who learned of this from Jason's gift that she was forced to open by Scrooge's lead henchman, Krampus, but acknowledged as a part of a light stone rite of passage. <clears throat> so anyway, Santa retreats to his shed where he discovers a hammer inspired by his hammer because he was a Viking warrior. Sounds like a God of War type of thing. Inspired, he brutally slaughters the kill squad before rushing to save Trudy. He takes out the kill squad. He takes out the kill squad with his hammer. He even takes out takes out some of them with ice skates. He even uses a candy cane that he had. He took the candy cane from, from the mansion. He uses it. He licks it just to, just to make it look like it was a sharp knife and stabs one of the mercenaries. Ouch. And then, of course, he uses, <laughs> he uses one of the mercenaries grenades as a as a piece of coal and he stucks it inside and he's like i gotta watch so he could watch the mercenary blow up so that's what coal does so anyway upstairs in the attic trudy creates traps inspired by home alone although although imagine home alone if it was r-rated oh boy here we go because Violet, first of all, Violet's home, Violet, Violet's rated R. Home Alone's PG, but this just, but those traps just took it, took it all the way up to R, R-rated territory, and this leads to Gingerbread being killed by a bowling ball, driving a nail into his head, because, uh, because Gingerbread was going up the ladder, he notices a nail on the ladder. He's like, "Don't you think the, uh, I see the traps. They should have been hidden." So he tries to go up to the ladder, but unfortunately, Trudy was a lot smarter than that because she was able to cut the ladder up a little bit, and he falls and gets his gets stabbed in the th- stabbed in the mouth with the nail, and then he gets off of it and he gets his back stabbed by a bunch of other nails. Ouch! And and then of course he gets he get he gets he gets hit in the head with a bowling ball, but unfortunately. What comes next is the nail. He holds his nail in the ha- his nail, this nail in his hand. He's looking at it, and when the bowling ball was coming down, it literally hits his hand with the nail, and literally, literally, literally hammers it to his head, like a nail to the head. Yeah. This is why you don't look at nails, folks. So anyway, Candy Cane, Candy Cane, gets. Oh man, she gets. She escapes the traps, I mean, but she gets tortured by those traps. Like, she gets hit multiple times with bowling balls. She gets stuck in glue. She steps on broken shards of ornaments and Christmas lights. And, um, and, and a few, and a few other items, too. Until, until, until Santa Claus comes into town and slams her with his hammer. And, uh, pretty sure she's dead. Yes. And good thing there's no blowtorch. That would have been crazy. <laughs> so anyway, the family is taken outside by Scrooge and Commander Thorpe. Jason surrenders the money, but Scrooge intends to kill the family anyway, 
Sansa arrives, forcing Scrooge, Commander Thorpe, and the remaining soldiers to flee. And, uh, and of course, uh, Jason and and his um, and his wife Linda they fight this one guy. But here's the thing: Jason gets he gets tossed to the side, literally. Like Jason's basically he's basically a wimp in this movie. Like, yeah, he does throw in some punches, but he literally gets thrown out of the fight that so fast. But but unfortunately, Linda literally stabs the guy stabs the guy with an icicle in the neck. Ouch. Yeah. And then and then later on and then later on Santa Santa goes after Scrooge and they end up at this old abandoned house or this old abandoned cabin in the woods where Scrooge finds the list finding the list acknowledges Santa is real. About to be that time, folks. Yep, and Scrooge is like I can't believe you're real. And Santa's like, I've been trying to tell you all along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not your night, pal. It's not his damn night. Yeah, that's what, that's what Santa says. It's not your night, pal. But, I mean, here's the thing. Do you think Scrooge will basically realize this and then comes to, his, comes to realize what he's doing is wrong? Will he be like the Scrooge with Christmas Carol decides he likes to change? Nope. Scrooge decides to fight Santa Claus. I'm gonna do whatever it takes. Christmas dies tonight. Like Santa and Mr. Scrooge fights. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Can you imagine Mr. Scrooge and Santa Claus fighting each other? Bah. Humbug. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. A fight between Santa Claus and Mr. Scrooge. Who would have thought that would happen? So anyway, um, at one point, Santa and Scrooge do fight. They fight pretty well until uh, until they uh, until the two end up outside after the cabin explodes from that um from that um uh, from that motor from that motor vehicle from that snowmobile snowmobile from that snowmobile. So um, Santa and Scrooge fight, and it seems as though uh were... Scroo- Scrooge has the upper hand. Yeah, because they were on ice. Yes, they were obviously on ice, but unfortunately, but unfortunately, like like when Scrooge literally has Santa pinned by this chimney outside, he he's basically he's about to kill Santa Claus with his knife. The and he, the last Christmas, and you can also hear the music in the background. I actually like the music too. It does give that little. Uh, Christmas, Christmas, Christmassy vibe to it, but also like a final, like like a little like, like a final battle, like a final like like a final battle type feel where, like Santa Claus is about to meet his demise by Mister Scrooge, but unfortunately, like I said, but unfor- but unfortunately, Santa Claus has a trick up his sleeve or up the chimney, I should say, because. Here's here's what Santa says to Scrooge after Scrooge says Christmas dies tonight. Santa says, "Not if you still believe." So what he does is he uses his magic, presses on his nose to for them to to blow out gold dust, and he sends he sends <laughs> he sends not only himself but Mr. Scrooge up the chimney. And I'm not kidding. I'm not. I'm, I'm not exaggerating right here. No! 
And and I'm not exaggerating right here. Like Santa Claus takes Mr. Scrooge up the chimney. He crushes he crushes the the humbug in the chimney and he and comes out of the top like a geyser <laughs> spewing out blood. And what we see is is basically the upper body the upper body of Mr. Scrooge and his head crushed inside. And Santa basically drops him from the chimney saying, Ho, 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 ho. He defeats Mr. Scrooge, the humbug itself. I will say, that was very brutal. Well, when Mr. S- Mr. Scrooge saw that he was using- Santa was using magic to bring up the chimney, he was like, No! And then up the chimney they go. Because here's the thing. At that very point, he actually believed in Santa Claus after realizing he, he saw his list. And it's just... He got karma right there. Yeah. <laughs> he got karma right there. And, and with, a, with a terrible price. Scrooge got crushed. He was squashed up that chimney. He was squashed inside that chimney by Santa Claus. Santa Claus just kicked his ass. He... You, you just been Scrooged. Yes, Mr. Scrooge has been Scrooged. So basically, Santa wins the fights, but unfortunately, um, Commander Thorpe shoots Santa, but, but Commander Thorpe gets killed by Gertrude. And unfortunately for Santa, Santa succumbs to his wounds. So Trudy and the family were able to were able to help were able to help Santa. They basically began to believe in Santa and burned the fifth five hundred thousand dollars. And paper money to keep Santa's body warm. Eventually, Santa is revived, stunning the family and Santa himself. And the reindeer return, and Santa bids goodbye to Trudy before flying off to finish delivering gifts with his inspiration and love for Christmas renewed. And I also love the part when the reindeer comes back, Santa is mad. He is, he is mad as hell at the he is mad as hell at the reindeers like. You guys, oh my, oh my goodness, why the hell did you guys leave me behind? Prancer, Vixent, huh? And then he looks at the, he looks at the sleigh, he sees another bag of gifts, and this basically from Mrs. Claus, and Santa's like, oh, I can't stay mad at you guys forever. And there was also a note. The note says, don't you need this? From Mrs. Claus. And Mrs. Claus was mentioned from Santa during during a conversation between Trudy and uh, Santa. And I do love the moment where Trudy almost like says, like, you're going to kick these mercenaries' ass. And then Santa's like, hey, 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 watch the language. Doesn't want to put Trudy on the naughty list. Oh, boy. Don't worry, folks. Trudy's on the nice list. But anyway, but anyway, yeah, Mrs. Claus was definitely mentioned a couple of times. And... It's because he he he, all, he also thinks of Mrs. Claus too in the in this movie because he think he thinks of her too and of course at the end of the movie he gets uh, he gets a bag of gifts that he was going to deliver to the children from Mrs. Claus so basically it was like a so basically an extra yeah an extra bag huh I wonder who I wonder who's gonna play Mrs. Claus if there's ever a sequel well rumor has it in the sequel. The actor expressed interest in seeing Charlize Theron in the role. That could be something. With potential for Mrs. Claus. 
or maybe Winona Ryder if you want to do a Stranger Things connection. Oh. But we don't know that yet. I mean, the sequel is still in development. But anyway, um, that's basically it. That is Violent Night. And I'm going to be honest with you. Obviously, one of the, this is a crazy, fun Christmas movie. A violent, fun Christmas movie. I mean, I will say this. Sure, it's not Die Hard. It's not Home Alone. But it's literally a movie on on its own. It's still a fun movie. Yeah, sure, it borrows elements from Die Hard, Home Alone, and then, of course, a little bit of that John Wick style to it. But, it's, but I still see this as a fun movie. The action sequences are pretty cool, too, especially when... Especially when Santa fights the mercenaries, especially the final fight. I actually love the final fight, but um, but uh, but the story itself, the story itself can be a little cheesy at times. Obviously, it's your tip. I mean, obviously, it's a typical. You know, it's like Die Hard a little bit, but 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 with Santa Claus coming to town and fighting the mercenaries. Yeah, I think the story itself. I think the story itself was was fine. I think I think the writers were just were basically having fun with the idea, and I could definitely see it. the The movie speaks for itself. Yes, David Harbour did a fantastic job playing the Tao character Santa Claus. He sure did. He David Harbour is officially on the nice list for Santa Claus. And also, the other cast members did a very good job, including John Leguizamo for playing. Scrooge. John Leguizamo did a did a pretty good job playing the villain Scrooge, and then um, and then I know the supporting cast members, the rest of the cast member, the rest of the aside from the girl, the little girl Trudy, who was very cute and all, the the rest of the cast members, I didn't really care for the other characters as much, aside from the little girl Trudy, which I think. She, she did fine, and then maybe Beverly D'Angelo as Gertrude. I thought she did fine too, but the rest of the characters, not so much. Not so much. I mean, obviously you're in it for the fun. Obviously you're in it for the fun, but also I feel like the I feel like uh, David Harbour and John Leguizamo were basically the heavy hitters of this movie. Yes. In in my opinion, in my opinion. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you, Mark. J- David Harbour, John Leguizamo. Two big, two biggest actors come together for Violent Night. They were, they both did a pretty good job. I mean, like I said, I didn't really care much about the supporting characters aside for Beverly D'Angelo and the little girl Trudy. I say, I say the rest of the characters weren't as memorable to say, but it still works. The movie still works, and then the story itself is ridiculous and all, but it's still fun. It's still fun. You can definitely tell the the writers were having a lot of fun with the story idea. And then, um, music itself is pretty good, too. I like the Christmas vibe to to this whole movie as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's definitely got that jolly feel to it. Especially at times during the action sequences where it does go a little bit into darker territory. While also having fun as well. Yeah. The, the, the music was done by uh, Dominic Lewis. Yeah, the, the music for this movie was done by Dominic Lewis. He did a very good job composing it. Yeah, he did. This film is a whole, whole, whole lot of fun. I agree. Plus, if the sequel comes in, we'll definitely have another fun. We'll definitely have a have another fun. We'll definitely have another fun adventure with Santa Claus for Violent Night. Yes. But anyway, that would be a wrap on this episode. 
So anyway, so anyway, that is basically it. Yes, this is it. And Mark, thank you so much for inviting me back onto your episode. And I gotta say, it's been a one heck of a ride for season five. For those of you who are listening, uh, actually before, actually for those of you who are listening, what did you guys think of Violent Night? Did you like the movie? Did you thought the movie was fun? Did you not like the movie? I would like to hear your thoughts. But anyway, this concludes Kodo Cinema Christmas Month, but it also concludes Season 5 of Kodo Cinema. So anyway, for those of you who are listening, I hope, I hope you all had fun listening to my fifth season of Kodo Cinema. Plus, uh, plus also to ask, I hope you also had a good time listening to my fifth season as well. It's been a fun, it has been it has been a fun five seasons doing this doing this show, and I'm very happy of what I of of how far I've come to do this show. I know, I know there are times I took a little bit of a little. I know at times I took took breaks within the fifth within the fifth season. I mean, I know that it's been a lot going on, but I'm very glad I was able to keep moving forward with this podcast plus this fifth season as well. I also want to give a shout out to. Um, Ozzy Mike for appearing on this episode. I also want to give a shout out to Christian Taylor, Joe Kennedy, Stevie McDunn for appearing on my show during this fifth season. Somewhere down the road, somewhere down the line, I am planning to bring, I am planning to invite more people on board this show. So, so, so obviously that will be something for season six. So, so anyway, so anyway, I hope. I hope you all got a good chuckle. I hope you all got a good chuckle, a good, good relaxation from the hard work, especially when it comes to like you know work. When it comes to working, plus also you know, a little bit of fun, a little bit of fun while listening to my thoughts of what I think about what I think about the movies that that I've seen, especially those that are re- that have recently been coming out. So anyway, just to leave you off, I'm just gonna leave you off with that. Have have a, have yourself a Merry Christmas, or should I say, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Have a happy holidays. Have a happy New Year. Thank you all for tuning in to Kodo Cinema. I'm your host, Mark Kodo, aka Kodo Man, and I'm Mike Kodo. Remember to watch movies, stay positive, and Kodo Cinema will return in 2024.